Well, Jeff Samarja is back at Wrigley Field this week with the San Francisco Giants playing a four-game series against the Cubs. And Jeff, it's it's hard to believe you're you're in your tenth season in the big leagues. Does it seem like it's already been ten years to you? Um, no, it doesn't. You know, not personally. But then, obviously, when you go back and watch old film when you're scouting and things like that, uh, you know, you start to see uh, how fast it has gone. So, you know, it, ten years goes quick and. You know, I think it's a it's a little crazier to think back to college, right? That it has been ten years from there already, which is yeah. a little crazier because baseball, you know, you get into a routine and and it's over, and you kind of repeat day in day out. So you don't really feel like you're you get any older, but you know, when you start to put it up against uh, your buddies and what they're doing and and things like that, it all kind of comes full circle. You obviously started your career there with the Cubs at Wrigley Field, and. You've probably seen some gradual changes over the years, but when you look around now, does it even look like the same place where you started out 10 years ago? Uh, the playing field and, you know, the surroundings do. I think there's a couple <laughs> bigger, uh, you know, big screens and things like that. But, uh, you know, all in all, they've kept the, essentially the same feel of the place. And, you know, obviously the innards of it are a little different with the locker rooms and things like that, which is a little better amenities, uh, you know, for the times. But, uh, you know, it's still Wrigley. It's still always a, a great time to come here and, and feel like you're playing, uh, you know, a throwback game uh, way back in the day. You're, you're pretty much from this area. Grew up, obviously, in Valparaiso. Played at Notre Dame, both football and, and baseball, and then started your career there with the Cubs and spent a year with the White Sox as well. And then you signed that big free agent deal prior to last season with San Francisco. Was it tough for you to kind of, when you signed that first deal, to to kind of pull up anchor and, and move out of this area? Yeah, you know, I mean, yes and no. I mean, obviously it's tough um, to leave home. You know, your roots are here, your family, you have homes here and uh, all your buddies and things like that. But, uh, you know, 30 years in the area, um, you know, sometimes it's it's not uh, the worst thing to move on and see something different. And I love being on the West Coast, playing for an amazing organization like the Giants um, that, that do everything uh, professionally and then, and tip top, it's a it's a ton of fun, you know. It's it's kind of part of the journey, you know. And you never really know where it's going to take you in professional sports. Uh, you know, being able to be traded at any time, and or being a free agent and things like that. It's just such a fluid, uh, you know, lifestyle that you just kind of enjoy it as you go, and and then you know worry about settling down and getting comfortable uh, in the future. <laughs> With Jeff Samarja, the former Notre Dame. Football and baseball star, former Chicago Cub, obviously, and now with the San Francisco Giants on Budweiser's weekday sports beat. I read an article about you in Bleacher Report recently, and it said that that you stopped chasing the ghost of your decision to play baseball and not football. Can you kind of explain what, what you meant by that? Well, I mean, I just felt like either way I went, you know, there was going to be uh, something hanging over my head of, of what could have been. So if I would have played football and you know, what, what did I miss out by playing baseball? And, and also, by the same token, by me choosing baseball, you know, it's still in the back of your head, it's always going to be what could have been, uh, what would have been um, if I'd have played football. So for me, um, you know, that not that it affected me day in and day out, but it doesn't mean it's still not there in the back of your head. So um, I think to, to have success and be established in, in playing baseball just gives you, it allows you to kick some, some demons that maybe you have in the back of your head about. <laughs> Uh, maybe not demons, and maybe might be the wrong word. You know, maybe just um, you know some thoughts, um, unknowns. I guess would probably the best way to put it about um, a different path you could take. But I, you know, I didn't really want to harp on that. I just wanted to give everything I could to baseball and and um, see where it falls. But you know, to be where I'm at today, just you know, kind of allows me to sleep a little easier on, on the decision I made. Was there ever a time early on in your baseball career, though, where 
you gave serious thought to to maybe changing things up and going to the NFL? Yeah, you know, I mean, I think I, I talked about that a little bit in the article about, um, you know, having a rough go at it 09 and 10. And, you know, I, I was still 24, 25 and felt really good and, you know, could still run and be athletic. And, <laughs> you know, I think going down and getting sent to AAA like the fifth time in 2010 was, you know, was probably one of the more crossroad moments of my career. And um, to say I didn't entertain, you know, going to play football would be a lie, you know, but. Uh, when it came down to, and it came down to making that commitment to get on a plane and go to a mini camp or something like that, I just couldn't, you know, turn my back on the commitment that the Cubs had made me at the time in the front office that was there. Uh, you know, they put their necks on the line to risk that much uh, funds, I guess you'd say, and resources to, towards me, and, and for me to walk away three, four years later um, with them having nothing to show for it didn't seem right. So, I, you know, in the end, my decision was to stick it out and see where it went understanding that, uh, you know, at that time it really wasn't going the direction I wanted it to, but things ended up working out and you, know, you stick some things out and you usually learn from them and become a little better man. Yeah. Now that article mentions Calvin Johnson and kind of a, maybe a little bit of rivalry you had with him, with him winning the Bolitnikoff award your, your last year. Did, did you ever turn on a game and see him or any other receivers and just be thinking, you know, man, I could, I could do that. I could do what they're doing out there. Yeah, you know, a little bit. I mean, it got tough in, in January, you know, when the off season for me and I wasn't competing and, you know, getting a little cabin fever in the winter up here <laughs> and, you know, and watching football every day. And it'll wear on you slowly. But, you know, I always just kind of watch them just to keep in touch, you know, and just kind of track a timeline that was similar to mine and, and what would have been if I would have played football. So, you know, Calvin was the closest guy for me to track because we were the same class, same age. Um, he probably would, he would went a little ahead of me in the draft, and and so you know it's easy to watch. But you know any guys from that the oh six oh seven draft class, I usually kept a close eye on and sure. And uh, yeah, I just saw how it was going for him. Now I just read an article about Pat Connaughton today as well, and obviously he's another Notre Dame two sport guy. Pitched in the minor leagues a little bit, decided to go to the NBA, and c- kind of found out reading that that your brother Sam is his agent as well. Have you and Pat ever talked about his decision and, and just his decision, you know, whether or not to play baseball or basketball, any of that kind of stuff? No, you know, not too much. I think my brother's asked me a few questions here and there, you know, inside questions about, you know, just kind of headspace and and where I was at at certain times and, and how I felt about this and that. And, but the good thing that I kind of was fed back from about Pat was that he just he had in his own mind what he wanted to do, which is the most important thing. I think you can always ask for advice. Um, and what guys have done it before you, but ultimately you have to be set in your, in your mind with what you want to do to be committed to something. And, and from the beginning, he was committed to giving basketball um, a, a through-and-through shot, and you can't blame a guy for that, and he's got a ton of talent. Um, and it seems like it's working well for him. So, again, you know, I think you can ask all you want and, and um, get opinions from guys that have done it before you, but ultimately if you want to be successful in something, you have to want to do it and have passion for it. Former Notre Dame star Jeff Samarja with us on Budweiser's Weekday Sports Beat. He's with the San Francisco Giants. He's going to start Thursday afternoon against the Cubs. When you're out, Jeff, with the exception of maybe when you're in San Francisco, what percentage of people do you think still recognize you as the former Notre Dame football player and not necessarily the baseball player, Jeff Samarja? Oh, man, I don't know. It's, uh, San Francisco's a little different. They're, they're not right. too caught up on it. Um Outside you know, of San Francisco, though, it, you know, a little bit of both. I mean, um, you know, there's you get it all from all over. I don't really count it, but I mean, <laughs> a lot of, of Notre Dame fans 
nationwide, you know, as right. compared to individual baseball team fans. So obviously, I'm you know I'm always um, meeting and 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 getting to know people that have Notre Dame backgrounds. And I don't think that'll ever change. That's, that's why it's such a great school and the big reason why I chose to go there, um, you know, out of high school um, for those exact reasons. And um, they're always smart and, and, and great people. And, and remember, uh, you know, ten years ago and you know down to the play, they're they're always very in depth with their their. Um, recalling of our of our games back in the day so I'm it's sure. always fun to come across those people and um it's definitely still there so it's always fun and, and it's cool to hear them have passion about it too and it just tells you how big of fans they are for, for the irish a lot of big moments obviously back then for you and for the team and everybody else you know we were kind of we, we've been talking baseball wise there have been some of these dust-ups here in the last couple of weeks you had the jose bautista bat flip last week in atlanta and then he ends up getting hit uh, drilled in, in the in the leg the next day and then a few weeks back there's all this stuff going on between Boston and Baltimore when all of that's going on I'm sure you guys have MLB network and all that stuff on in the clubhouse do you guys kind of talk about w- when you see that kind of stuff going on with some other teams you know, not really man I mean I think it gets blown a little bit out of proportion because it's easy to talk about and it's controversial and obviously certain parents don't want their kids watching things like that or playing <laughs> the game that way but you know, I think it just comes down to the respect factor. I think, uh, you know, I think professional baseball players are proud of, of what they do and, and have worked hard to get to where they are. And um, to see some guy have a moment of success and, and uh, you know, kind of show you up, it's, uh, it's not the easiest thing to take. And so you end up seeing different things happen. Uh, that's just the way it is. You know, we're not, we're not kids out there. We're grown men. We can handle our own business. Um, it's part of the game, you know, if the guys don't want to get hit, then they won't flip their bats and so on and so forth. So it's, I don't think it's really a big deal. And, um, you'd like to see passion in sports and I think, uh, fans want to see it. You gotta let, you gotta let these kids, these guys play out there. It's, uh, it's their game. Um, it doesn't need to be policed. They're taking care of it themselves. Um, I think Batista knows what he's getting into. He just enjoys flipping his bat, and he doesn't mind getting hit. So yeah. it doesn't hurt that bad. Now, so. <laughs> I think we just heard a little bit of the competitive side of Jeff Samarja come out, and we know that that's, that's there. I mean, you've, been, you've come inside on a few guys a time or two. Having pitched in both leagues, though, are you a little more hesitant to do it as a National League pitcher if you're going to come inside on somebody like that just because you've got to get into the batter's box at some point yourself? You know, no, I mean, I don't think so. I mean, I think, you know, these players are smart guys. I mean, I think they understand when something's justified and when something isn't justified. You know, I'm, I'm not out there uh, headhunting looking just to, just to crush guys and set a tone. <laughs> you know, I'm, out there to, I'm out there to get outs and, and get my offense in the dugout. So, um, but, you know, you also have to stand up for your own guys. And, and um, sometimes when some, some low-class cats get out there on the mound and, and, you know, do some things that aren't supposed to happen, you know, then other things have to happen. But, you know, obviously we like to go out there and play the right way and, and everyone do, do their job and have nothing happen. But, again, you, you have to be proud of what you do and the work you've accomplished and, and stand up for it. Jeff, you'll take the mound for the Giants against your old team, the Cubs, on Thursday. Is there a different level of adrenaline or just competitiveness when you get out there and you face a team that you've played for before? No, you know, not really. I mean, every game is so big, you know, in the big leagues. I, I, the older I get, the more I appreciate that fact. Just because um, I think when you're younger and you see your team that you root for play a team that maybe doesn't have a great record, you know, and you know, God, what's going on? This should be a sweep, and they shouldn't, you know, shouldn't give up a run. You know, I, I don't think that that's necessarily the correct way to look at. It. I think there's a lot of parity in this league, and there's a lot of a lot of talent. So I think every individual game you go out, you have to be at your best, and 
Um, it doesn't matter if you're facing the Cubs or, you know, or a triple-A team, you know, out of Knoxville. It, it, you got to be on your game or else these hitters are going to hit it. So they're all very talented. Every game you got to take very seriously or else um, it come up to bite you. Got a lot of family coming over Thursday? Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I, like I said, I pitched here for a long time, so they're, they've seen a few games. <laughs> they're and, over it by now, huh? <laughs> not that they're over it. But, you know, it's, it's an hour and a half drive to deal with traffic. I hear all these teachers, but. You know, usually it's the buddies you got to look out for. Right. Four fifteen hour before the game, and need fourteen tickets. <laughs> there you go. Oh, that's not the easiest thing to make happen, but we'll see what we can do. Yeah, I'll get you out on this one real quick. You're 32 now. What do you want to accomplish in your career before it's all said and done? <laughs> uh, well, obviously, I think winning World Series title is number one on the list, and I think every year you play, that's the number one thing on your list. Uh, you know, but I, I just want to just continue continue this run, man. I, I enjoy what I do. I love it. And um, I think that love for it has carried me as far as I am and continues to carry me. I work at this game, you know, my free time and, and my time I'm at the field. It's a, it's a nonstop thing. It's a, it's a full-time job. Um, but I love doing what I do. So, you know, obviously uh, trying to attack that World Series and win one. Um, but other than that, just give it everything you have every day. Don't take it for granted because, you know, you see in this game uh, things change overnight. And, uh, you know, you just want to make sure when it's all said and done that you can tip your hat and know that you left it all out there. All right, Notre Dame great Jeff Samarja on the mound Thursday for the Giants against the Chicago Cubs at Wrigley Field. Hey, Jeff, appreciate it. Thanks for taking some time with us. Great catching up with you. Yeah, thanks, Sean. You have a good one, man. All right, you too. Take care.